Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Submitted for Your Approval, a Twilight Zone podcast. I am Brandon Cruz, and with me today, my guest this week was extremely kind to join me. Her accomplishments are far and away the greatest heard of ever on this show. She's an amazing mother to an amazing child that looks nothing like his father, and she is an amazing wife who's been in such hits as a few episodes of this show last year. Her greatest achievement, some say, is managing to put up with the host of the hit podcast submitted for your approval for over 12 years. I offer now an extremely warm welcome to the show, the one, the only, the best woman in the world, and nobody is greater than her, (laughs) Chelsea Cruz. Hello. Hello. Wow. Oh, oh, stop, guys. Come on. Where's, where's the, uh, come on, guys. I turned yeah, sign Sit off. down, everyone. Sit down. Oh, my God. Thank you, Chelsea, for coming on I'm to the so show. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, my God. Where, what have you been up to lately? Well, geez. Holiday shenanigans. Yeah? Yep. Tell me, tell me more. Like, what is, what is it about the holiday, holidays <laughs> that, that are, are shenanigan-y? Well, I use shenanigans in the loosest sense. As an adult, holidays are kind of bummers. Because when you're a kid, everything's fun and presents just appear and they're magically wrapped and it didn't cost you a penny. And as an adult, it's the exact opposite of that. I fought the crowds. It cost me a lot of money. And the crowds won. I sat there and watched the presents for a long time and nothing wrapped itself. So... (laughs) I had to do all the work. And wouldn't would that be a great episode of the show? Uh, if if like the Twilight Zone was there's an episode where where the presents wrap themselves. I think that's not the Twilight Zone anymore. That's like your your mom wishes dot dot dot, and then each episode <laughs> is something that moms wish <laughs> happened around the house. The momzite zone. <laughs> uh, well, well, this is a very special episode. For for many reasons. Yeah. One, when I have you on it, oh. and it's always a, a delight to see your. Oh, stop <laughs> again! Uh, it's always a delight to see your your beautiful face on the other side of the microphone. Um, and she has she has a, a face for radio. It's amazing, guys. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how radio like this face. Uh, but what what makes this episode really special is it is in fact Christmas Day to release this episode and to celebrate. We have. Uh, I would say I would say it's a Christmas episode. Um, yeah, I would. The main character is Santa Claus, so yeah, I'd say it's a Christmas episode. Yeah, you know what? I'd like to see a Christmas like movie. Well, not even a Christmas. I'd like to see a movie with Santa Claus as the main character, but not a Christmas movie. Interesting. I don't know that any movie with Santa Claus as the main character could be considered anything but a Christmas movie. I, I know that's weird, right? Even if it were, um. Oh, I guess no. Like I, I, I feel like I feel like you and I were up to the task. Let's do it. I feel a challenge. <laughs> uh, Are there any other Twilight Zone Christmas episodes other than this one that we haven't even mentioned the episode title yet? There, there's, there's one kind of. I guess then we won't talk about that one yet. No. Okay, let's talk about this one. Let's, let's talk about this one. Uh, this one is, of course, of course, <laughs> of, uh, of Mr. Ed. Uh, I, I wrote at the top of my show notes a most unusual camera. That is not, not. That's not it at all. It is actually Nat of the Meek. Yeah. Which uh, originally aired December twenty third, nineteen sixty. Stars Art Carney as Henry Corwin, who we all know him 
from the Honeymooners, mm-hmm. and also a cameo in Last Action Hero. He was, you know, that was the last thing he was in. I don't remember that. I know, crazy, right? And he, and he, he was, was Santa Claus, and it was an action movie. <laughs> he was the last action Santa. Uh, and then John Fiedler as Mr. Dundee, also known as Piglet. Mm-hmm. And he was in 12 Angry Men, which is mm-hmm. what, I, what I recognize him. But everything of. he's in, what's that guy's name again? It's Piglet. Yeah. I never remember John <laughs> Fiedler. I might now, but yeah. Uh, I wrote that down. That's exactly, that's exactly what, how that exchange went. I said, hey, what's that guy's name again? And you said Piglet. I would every time. Verbatim. <laughs> not the piglet, not a piglet. <laughs> Mr. The Piglet. <laughs> this episode was directed by Jack Smite, who also directed uh, Three Others, Lateness of the Hour, The Lonely, and 22. And going for my Columbo connection, he directed a Columbo episode. Okay. And we love Columbo here. We in, do. In the Cruz household. I, I love it very much. And who wrote this? episode uh, rod serling wrote okay. this episode i was wondering that because this is a good uh you can tell when he writes it because the the words are um nicer he uses really cool high-end words yeah and there's there's a there's a certain rhythm to his words yeah that you know you can't can't place it but they just they just everything fits into place also every time you hear a sentence you think oh i wish i used that word in that way that's such a great word ersatz i've never used that word nope but then i, the, can, I can vouch for that can't remember one of the women in there she called the drunk guy a sot yes and i thought we should start using that we should she said something else i can't remember what it was right now uh percival <laughs> percy percy um all right, so sum it up. So here, here we go. A, a drunk, melancholy mall Santa likes to drink his sorrows away. He ends up getting fired from his gig by P- Piglet, mm-hmm. right? That's his name. Uh, he goes outside. <laughs> he goes outside into the snowy streets, and he hears sleigh bells overhead. He turns a corner and finds a sack full of presents, which he immediately starts divvying out to everyone he passes. Mm-hmm. This, of course, stokes a little bit of suspicion. Uh, and he gets arrested by mm-hmm. by the popo um, when his sack is checked. <laughs> I don't know why I <laughs> emphasize Jeez, the, the, the sack part. When his bag is checked out, it seems to only have trash and cans and a, a random cat in there. Uh, so he's released. After giving away all the presents, content and happy, he turns a corner and he finds an elf ready to mana slay. The elf says, hey, get in, Santa. You're the Santa now. Mm-hmm. Something uh, like that. Yeah, I think those, that's, those are the words the elf used. Um, so he gets on the sleigh and flies away. And he gets his Christmas wish to be Santa Claus every year. That's right. The end. And hopefully at this point, uh, the previous Santa has died of natural causes. <laughs> I hope something shady hasn't happened. Where did that Santa go? That now Art Carney gets to be Santa. Yeah. <laughs> like there aren't like, a lot of questions. Uh, what I did notice was that the elf's hands were bloodied. <laughs> 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 and there was a trail of blood. Now it's away. a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> that makes more sense. You're the Santa now. <laughs> Forever in hell. <laughs> Wait a minute. In praise of Pip. Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> all right, so so Chelsea, what what were your thoughts about this episode? Well, as you know, this isn't my favorite Twilight Zone episode because I don't prefer a happy ending Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. However, I will say that I feel like watching this, 
Um, I liked it more because I was paying closer attention. But I, I was thinking that um, this might be the most Twilight zone episode I've ever seen because it is actually all the other weird freaky ones are more likely to happen where someone is miserable and dies and gets tricked and things like that. This one is the least likely to happen of all those things where it's like, <laughs> happy, I gave out some presents, everyone's great, I became Santa. <laughs> so... So, so you gauge Twilight episodes, Twilight Zone episodes, based off of how likely they are to happen. I don't know that I did that before, but as I was thinking that, <laughs> I was thinking this is the least real episode of all the Twilight Zone. What about what about the Howling Man? That could happen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we live next door to the devil. I don't know. <laughs> He's everywhere. Oh my God, he is everywhere. That ex- that explains why it's so hot over there. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I, I feel like I don't like the episode when I don't watch it. And then, okay. And then when I'm watching it, if I get past the videotape aspect of it, which I didn't notice as much this go around for some reason, I was too focused on how much snow was falling all the time this asbestos type snow where it like never melts or anything and so i was just like god there's a lot of whatever they're using for that snow and and, you know they they blame rod's early death on on smoking but i think it was probably that breathing in all that fake snow (laughs) could be yeah there was a there was a lot of snow a lot yeah um but you know that happens in places not hawaii but no no it's nice out here I just feel like in in the show it was a lot for a television show but there yeah. were some moments where it was like blizzardy yeah and and i and i don't want to i don't want to harp too much on it but i feel like the set cleanup for that just so much so much time yeah like I, I they recycle that like i feel bad for people in the movie theater right we're like uh i spilled some popcorn it's okay the ushers can pick it up but the snow in this about episode. about that magic show we went to where he made it fake snow in oh, there? Okay. Who has to clean all that stuff? That's right. Well, that, anyway. was, that was soap, though. It, it, anyways, it doesn't matter. Guys. You're off the subject. Uh, yeah, so anyway, so I, 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 it's one of the episodes where I, I don't think I like it, and then I watch it, and then I say, you know what? Actually, I, I do like yeah. it. Yeah. I do like it. It's a, I think it's a good, it's a good Christmas episode, uh, and I think that's Yeah, I actually did find writing. myself like kind of, I almost teared up a little bit oh. towards the end where he was like, I got my wish and everything. And I was like, good for you, Art Carney. But I wasn't happy for anybody else in that episode. <laughs> Everybody else was terrible. Even the I kids. I even right? wrote something in my notes about how... Oh, that makes it a true Twilight Zone because everybody sucks in it. And in most Twilight Zones, people are terrible. Yeah. And so that's that's the case in this one. There's one decent guy, and he's drunk. So I don't know what that yeah. says. I have hope, I guess. Um. Well, you know, that that's true. I mean, even the kids I I had a little bit of an issue with. Those were some whiny kids. Instantly <laughs> saw Santa like, please bring me a dolly. <laughs> And I want all these things. They named like four or five things they wanted. And also, can my dad get a job? I'm like, <laughs> what a selfish kid. <laughs> Come on. Can I get a high rise apartment on Fifth Avenue? <laughs> One kid wanted a gun. Yeah. And a turkey for this Christmas. <laughs> the the gun one was, was weird. I know he's talking about a toy gun. Yeah. Right? But, but I, I, story. I laughed 
when he asked for just a straight up gun, not even a toy gun. He's like, and a gun. And this guy, this kid is is a poor kid. He's getting raised in the streets. Like Santa gives him a gun and he goes robs a bank. You know, like and the little girl's like, can I get a rape kit for Christmas? <laughs> So poor kids ask for. <laughs> in my experience, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, in uh, in her defense, I don't think those existed back then, so it really was a. Maybe Christmas she just wish. wanted like Barbie rape kit Barbie. <laughs> uh, that should be a thing. It, it should be a thing. Um, so, so Chelsea, who was your least favorite character in this episode? Oh gosh. I don't know. I'm, I'm throwing this out for you. I'm going to say that crazy mom at the beginning that like was yelling at him because he fell down, which as far as she knows, he like had a stroke or a seizure or something and fell down and automatically she's just like yelling. And her son's name was Perci- Percival Smithers. <laughs> yeah. Percival Smithers. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, she's yelling and the owner of this mall is yelling about what a scene this Santa is causing and he hasn't said a word yet and like everyone else is causing a much bigger scene than he is but just I have a real aversion to uh like battle axe women and and moms and stuff like that who just like come on Percy oh he didn't traumatize you yeah and and he that that kid did a really good job of of raising his chin up into the air (laughs) <laughs> like in and, snooty fashion yeah exactly uh you say you say battle axe women is that is that a, is that a saying i i just said it so oh, all right i don't just like it, harsh women that uh you know their children can do no wrong so everybody else is just like fair game for them to yell at so i i'm just i've been out shopping where people i felt have been overly angry at whatever like everyone just calm down we're all in this together. Which, by the way, at the mm-hmm. very beginning, they showed this Christmas store, this mall, and everyone was pretty happy in that store. And I felt like that maybe wasn't super believable either. Everyone was just like <laughs> kind of strolling and, oh, look, we're shopping. Yeah. It's a lot more. Every time hectic. we've been to the store, it's like, ah, oh, God, we got to get out of here. I deep breathe for sure <laughs> when the store, like, okay. We're, 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 such, we're such laid back people until we go shopping. And then. I don't know if I would say that about me at all, but yeah, totally. I definitely <laughs> having people around me to act like that. I feel the need to um, like uh, over. I don't know what I want to say, but uh, uh, overzealous. Uh, no, to like compensate for their anger and loudness by being really calm and like oh, not being like that. So overcompensate. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Overzealously. Yes, yeah. <laughs> over overdraft protection. Uh, I was this. Uh, we talked about Rod Serling having such good writing, and so there mm-hmm. are a lot of good lines in this show. Yeah. I think probably they're all in my mind spoken by Art Carney, really. But um, I wrote them all down because I I want to commit them to memory and say them in my normal life at some point. Yeah, uh, I know you wrote down the one about uh, I can either drink or I can weep. And drinking, drinking is, is much more, more subtle. More subtle, yeah. And I'm like, that. I that's... think that's happening to me right this second. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that's that's our that's our marriage. <laughs> uh, we, we so can we, we can be angry or we can drink. Yeah. And drinking is so much more subtle. It is true. Um, 
Yeah, uh, another, I wrote another line down that I thought was funny. was the guy at the bar, right? Uh, the the bartender at Jack's place. He mm-hmm. answers the phone. He's like, Jack's place? No, nah, this is Bruce. <laughs> Jack is off tonight. <laughs> right? I was like... The- yeah, I thought that was a cute little... That's a little funny thing. Yeah. I was thinking about that old-timey bar. Like, when was the last time that there was a bar that was called, like, so-and-so's place or things like that? Because now they're all, like... They have cutesy little names. Yeah, like the mix. Yeah. Well, it's not... That's not so or, or, but or the crow's you know I mean. nest. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I liked that. I liked... Uh, I basically was like, everything that's coming out of Santa's mouth in this episode, I completely agree with. Where he's just like... Christmas should be a time of love and understanding and patience and everything. I'm like, you're right, man. You should be Santa Claus. Yeah. And then he got a little, he got a little Jesus-y more so. And I thought maybe um, Rod Serling kind of did that on purpose because he did, you know, do kind of religious themes a lot of the time. So I thought maybe some of that was, I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but I felt like wasn't out of the realm of belief for Rod Serling to kind of weave it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you do you think that do you think that he didn't want to give uh I mean do you think he gave presents just to people just everybody just in generally just in generally that's dumb just in general or um did Ooh, he like Carney? Yeah, did he did he seek people out more so? Like the the downtrodden. Wait, it seems like he was just in his neighborhood, right? So all those people were supposed to be he lived in a poor neighborhood, so aren't those people just just poor. poor yeah but it seemed like he was you know he went to the like i don't know what you call it the homeless shelter maybe yeah, or something yeah. like that and then he's went and found the little kids yeah so maybe he was yeah searching yeah, probably, out people that he felt deserved some relief yeah like uh he gave he gave piglet uh the brandy yeah and there's a and there's that one dude he he didn't give like he's like what do you want like wine <laughs> and the then, drunk in the homeless shelter. Yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, here you go. Here's he's, a here's a cane. He's not an enabler. And I, <laughs> I think I appreciate that. And that's and that's what Santa's about. That's what Christmas is about, is <laughs> yeah. not enabling each other. <laughs> yeah, but I thought a cane was like maybe the exact opposite of what you're really looking for when you ask for wine. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're asking when you want to get drunk, you you you're you're using wine to prop yourself up. Oh, I see. It's a crutch. It's a <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like where see? you're going with okay. this. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, I, I, was, there, was there anything else you noticed about this episode that you liked or didn't like? Oh, gosh. I didn't, wasn't ready for that question. So I, I, I think I already said I liked, I just liked the things that he said. I didn't like that he became Santa at the end. Uh. I didn't feel like that should have been a natural conclusion to that but but then if he hadn't i would have been like this poor guy the rest of his year is going to be completely depressing because he knows what it's like to have one awesome day yeah i don't know what the ending should have been but you know i had i have two thoughts about this one is the the uh i had a thought like this guy's clearly an alcoholic and so now he's going to go to the north pole and I mean, the elves are gonna have to deal with this. You know, <laughs> they're gonna have to deal with it eventually. Maybe he's not an alcoholic, though. Maybe he was just going through a rough patch where he was just drinking a lot. Oh, right. But what which if then he, he is goes to the bar and he's like, wants to. This is he's become Santa for the evening. He goes, wants to go in. 
There's like five people in the bar and they're all completely wasted. One guy has his head down on the bar and the bartender saying, you want another one to whoever that guy is? Yeah. And then they send our carny away like that guy's such a lush. And I'm like, what <laughs> constitutes? I don't understand what the difference is, but. I did like that uh, he bought six drinks and a sandwich. Mm-hmm. It was $3.86. God, those those were the days. That's so crazy to me. I can't even, I didn't stop to do the math, like how much each thing would cost them for that. But Yeah, and, it, and he reached into his, his Santa suit and they pulled out crinkled up bills. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I want to know what that pocket situation is like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, does he have like, does he just have like regular like over like just like a work shirt underneath? You mean, does his Santa suit have pockets, or like what's he wearing underneath his yeah. Santa suit? <laughs> yeah, like like is he wearing like overalls underneath the Santa suit? Oh no, that's a good question. It never occurred to me that there was anything underneath there. Yeah, I mean, you would there there'd have to be some something. I mean, because it's cold, it's snowing. Yeah, but he's too poor to afford uh, layers. That, that's true. That's true, but and he has that beard, so that that should keep him a little bit warm too. A fake beard, honey. I'm pretty sure. Well, I, yeah, but it, you know, like when people when bums use newspapers as a blanket. Maybe that's what was under his. Oh, suit. he's got like a newspaper suit it's wrapped up in newspapers. <laughs> yeah, it's his present. Uh, oh, I was wondering, like, what did he have a job before the Santa bit, or, uh, like, it was how was he back when he was? Maybe he used to be super sober, and he was oh. like a. A mall manager. Ooh, what if, what if, what if this is the prequel to Paul Blart? <laughs> <laughs> I see it. it. It could be. It could be. Let's get Kevin James on the line. Uh, Adam Sandler. I know he he'll be up for this. Um, so the the second the second thought about I I had about him leaving on the sleigh and getting out was maybe. You know, after they after the elves put him through his intervention, maybe Santa has just like I don't think we've seen this where Santa just has a, like a collection of people that he's recruited who want to be giving, and that's how he gets around the world oh, so much, I like right? That. So they he wants people in the spirit of giving, so he he hires other people, maybe like an army of mall Santas to to do his his bidding. Maybe like mall Santa ing is his like sub. Subverted way of recruiting people. Oh my gosh. gosh, It's turning into a pyramid scheme. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Santa's Ponzi. Uh, I was thinking that mall must have been really hard up for a Santa because Art Carney is a terrible looking Santa. Yeah. You, I mean, I get you need a fake beard and all that, but you have to be at least padded. You can't be so skinny and be a mall Santa. Yeah, that's true. Well, maybe he was on like eight minute abs. Maybe that's right. He probably uh, did that in between his drinking. He was a really hardcore uh, gym rat. Yeah, yeah, like he like working with Jack Lalane back in those days. Um, because he, he was alive. Yeah, he, uh, was, he was like fifty. <laughs> uh, so uh, overall, Chelsea, you know, this is an episode that you like. This is not an episode that you like normally. Um, what is what is the rating that you give it? And whatever rating you prefer. Okay, so considering before this whole, before I even watched it again, I probably would have been like, oh, that episode, I'd give it like a three or four. So now I'm going to say a six. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll give that to you. It made me want to try cherry brandy because I thought that sounds delicious. What a fine girl. And uh, it gave me 
uh, I think you wrote this one too, that he wrote, the essence of our problem is we're dealing with a most unusual bag. And I felt like that would be a great thing to say in life too when you came upon any kind of conflict and you couldn't agree. And be like, this is a most unusual bag that we can't sort our way out of. Uh, the, reason I, the reason I laughed and I wrote that down was because the last episode is a most unusual camera. Oh. <laughs> and so like- Do I, they say that then? We're dealing with a most unusual camera? They don't say it in the episode, oh. no. Do they say just call me Santa Claus? Like, is it switched up? Uh, I mean, they they don't. <laughs> That'd be weird. I, I say uh with a pause, but they don't. <laughs> I know that for a fact. <laughs> um, but it's an it's it's unusual. It's it's most unusual that those that they're related in some way. Shape, That's the way Rod Serling likes to describe things. They're yeah. not just unusual. That'd be boring. They're most unusual. Yeah. And I also decided that they're, from now, if someone you know says you're drunk. If anyone ever has the balls to say that to me, I will say to them what Art Carney says, like, I'm inebriated with joy and delight. <laughs> and then and then do a little like hop skip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drunk on Christmas happiness. <laughs> uh, I, I won't I won't ever say that you're drunk. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, I I don't agree with your rating. I, I believe uh, you. Um, I actually I give it a seven. Between five to eight <laughs> out of ten out. mall Santas. So I I give it five to eight because because I don't like it when I don't see it. And then I see it and I'm like, okay, it's good. So depending on my mood, I think is... You can't do that. Leonard Moulton doesn't do that. Roger Ebert doesn't do that. You got to give of it... Of course he doesn't do that. You have to give it a rating <laughs> and stick to it. I give it a number. I am willing to bet that if I ask you tomorrow what you rate it. Six. <laughs> oh crap. I'm not gonna bet you. I'm not gonna take that bet. <laughs> Even if I feel differently tomorrow, I'm still gonna say six. I'll just I'll just <laughs> I'll just give it a six. I'll just give it a six. That surprises me. You're you're a standard seven kind of guy. You like to give things a seven. Thanks. Huh? Thank <laughs> you're a ten. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Christmas miracle. Uh all right. Well, well. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for for talking to me about this episode. Is it? Is there anything else you want to say about that? No, just that you should appreciate that I watched this episode in particular for you because I know that you made me do it just because this is not my favorite episode. This is. It's not why I did it. To to be a hundred percent honest to you and the listeners, <laughs> I did this because this is playing on Christmas Day, and I wanted to not only have it be a Christmas thing, but be with my family for Christmas Day. Well, now in, I feel mean in, in the episode and crappy. Too. So I, I I did this so I could be with you for Christmas Aww. in the episode. In, uh, well, good thing it's not Christmas Day yet. So I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> no, Chelsea, come back. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much, Chelsea. I love you. You're welcome. Gonna, I love you. I kiss you. Kiss you with my fingertips. So for all of you folks out there listening, thank you so much. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me in the show, head over to facebook.com slash S4A podcast, Instagram and Twitter at S4A underscore podcast, email S4A podcast at gmail.com. And please head over to apatheticenthusiasm.com where you can find this podcast and others. One other, actually. <laughs> People stopped listening. They got, they fell asleep during all of that. That's right. It's... <laughs> all right. Uh, well, anyways, until next week, 
Uh, I am Brandon Cruz. That is Chelsea Cruz over there. Me, have a Merry Christmas. And this is submitted for your a Christmas approval. Aww.